You're listening to The Living Word with Danny Hodges of Calvary Chapel Fellowship in St. Pete. Every trial preordained by God, there is the potential for temptation. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. That's our natural tendency. My natural tendency. I got a new nature, the Holy Spirit lives in me, but I got an old nature still in the members of this body, and they're in conflict with one another. And my natural inclination is to go away from the path God wants me to go. That's my natural inclination. It's yours too. Maintaining a healthy perspective regarding trials as believers isn't always the easiest thing to do. Even if we were to successfully view each trial or struggle as a blessing, we also need to be mindful that with each one comes temptation. As Pastor Danny will teach you in his message today, each and every one of us are susceptible to taking the easy way out. In his study, you'll learn that the blessings behind every trial only come when we persevere and lean on Christ for the strength to overcome. Now here's Pastor Danny in the book of James, chapter 1, with today's edition of The Living Word. Zacchaeus, remember? I love Zac- story of Zacchaeus. Every time I think about it, I see Danny DeVito, because I think he looked like Danny DeVito. I do. Climbed up that sycamore fig tree to get a look at Jesus, coming through Jericho. Jesus trees him, says, I've got to go to your house today. He goes to his house, and Zacchaeus gets saved that day. And you know what the evidence initially of his salvation was? He's a chief tax collector. He said, if I've cheated anybody, I'll pay him back four times what I stole from him, and I give half of my possessions right now this day to the poor. Jesus said, salvation has come to this house. And Zacchaeus discovered something he'd been trying all his life to find out where life was, and he thought more money is where it was, and he discovered that's not where it is. That's not where it is. A man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. i got to hurry here. Second place, you need wisdom from heaven. Look at verse 12, James 1. Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial because when he stood the test, he'll receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when by his own evil desire, he's dragged away and enticed. And then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it's full grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. Last verse. He chose to give us birth through the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of all he created. You could put that another way. You're the apple of God's eye. I'm the apple of God's eye. God loves me and is concerned for me in a good way more than anybody else in all the world. God would never give his child a bad gift. He only gives good gifts. He only gives good gifts. Now, in light of these last few verses, let me, let me show you how that works out. Practically speaking, in every trial, please listen, in every trial preordained by God, there is the potential for temptation. We all, like sheep, 
have gone astray. That's our natural tendency. My natural tendency. I got a new nature. The Holy Spirit lives in me, but I got an old nature still in the members of this body, and they're in conflict with one another. And my natural inclination is to go away from the path God wants me to go. That's my natural inclination. It's yours too. And so I don't even need the devil. But it's interesting, the two words here, the Greek words. By his own evil desire, he's dragged away. That's our natural inclination to go the path that God doesn't want us to go. That's our natural inclination. The original word is a hunting term. And the picture is there's a trap set, and here comes the prey. And the prey is walking toward the trap. But the second word, he's dragged away by his own wrong walk. You're walking in the wrong direction. You're headed for a trap, and it's called sin. And the second word is an interesting word. It's a fishing term originally. I can relate to that. And it literally talks about, means baiting the hook. So one is the hunting term. There, there they go. They're headed for the trap. They're headed for the trap. And then hell comes along and says, we're going to make it enticing so that they come on in completely and we trap them. We're going to bait the hook with something they really like and that will be enticing to them. In every trial... There's the potential for temptation. But if we fail, can't blame God. Can't blame God. And you can try to blame the devil, but it don't work. Adam tried it right away. Remember, it never gets old to me every time I'm reminded of this story. Remember paradise, Adam and Eve, first human beings created. God marries them. They're in paradise. They're in paradise. And God puts the tree of the knowledge of good and evil right in the middle of paradise. If I'd have been on God's board of directors, I'd have suggested you put it where we'll never find it. He didn't do that. He put it right in the middle. Why? Why did he put it right in the middle? Because love is a choice. Obedience is a choice. It's a test. Am I going to trust God? Am I going to stay close to God? Am I going to follow him? And right there, right there, that test became a temptation. Are you with me? Remember after they fail? God comes looking for him. He knows where they are. Adam, where are you? He knows where he is, but he's asking for Adam's sake. He wants Adam to come out of hiding. Well, we hid because we realized we're naked. Have you eaten from the tree I commanded you not to eat from? Don't you love this answer? It's still going around today. Listen, here's what Adam says. The woman you gave me. Eve, what's this you have done? I'm a victim. The serpent deceived me. And they both try to pass the buck, and that's what we try to do. And that's why James says, when tempted, no one should say, God's tempting me. Just our own evil desire, and then Satan baits the hook, makes it enticing, and leads us right into the trap. Let me give you a couple of quick examples, and then we're going to close. Joseph rejected by his brothers. You talk about a trial in life. Preordained trial. God, God preordained this. He ends up a slave. Now, God had given Joseph a dream of future exaltation, but he didn't tell him what was going to happen between the, the dream and the fulfillment of the dream. That would be a lot of pain. He ends up down in Egypt. He's a slave. And guess what? In the midst of that trial, in the midst of that trial, guess what the first temptation in the midst of that trial was? His boss's wife trying to seduce him. Thank God he persevered and he resisted. He even ran from that. Job, you talk about a trial. Job loses everything 
except a nagging wife. Job must have thought, God, why didn't you take her too? Or let Satan take her. And here's what his own wife says to him. In the midst of this, the greatest trial of his life, here's what his wife says. Why don't you just curse God and die? Thank God Job instead said, though he slay me, yet will I serve him. John the Baptist, the man who introduced the Savior to the world, and he ends up in prison. He ends up in prison. Perplexed, he sends the disciples to Jesus, and he says to Jesus through his disciples, Are you the one, or should we look for somebody else? And in the midst of that trial, he was tempted to look for another Savior. Well, let's bring it in for a landing. I need to understand, and listen, wisdom from heaven is this, suffering, suffering and trials. What did we read? Every good and perfect gift is from above. Did you know that suffering and trials and suffering is a gift from our Heavenly Father who loves us like nobody else loves us? It's a gift. Philippians 1.29, it is granted to you on behalf of Christ not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for him. And ultimately, this wisdom keeps my perspective correct on God. John the Baptist was tempted. Am I, are you the one or should I look for somebody else? Are you really the Savior that I introduced to the world? John had to get his perspective back. Blessed are all those who are not offended on account of me. I know the Lord speaking to some people who are going through some difficult times. And you're a believer, and as far as you know, you're committed. Now, if you're not committed, then maybe the troubles is because you're not committed. Why don't you make a fresh commitment today? But for those of us... As far as we can judge our own life, we're committed, and yet the tough times. I talked to some just before every service this weekend, before every service this weekend, going through difficult times, some going through very, very difficult times. And you can't muster up any warm fuzzies in those times, and there's a lot of times not the feeling of joy, but you can consider it, count it all joy. Because as painful as it is, God knew you were going to be going through it. He knew. He knew. And if you'll persevere, if you'll persevere, He's going to bring you through to the other side. Thanks for joining us today to study the book of James. Each time you open the word, there's potential to learn. The New Testament letter from James is no exception. In its pages, you'll continue to find advice and practical application for living as a follower of Jesus. James emphasizes that faith is more than just words. It needs to be backed up by action. You live your faith out every day in how you interact with your family, friends, and co-workers, and what you spend your time doing. We hope that today you've been encouraged by the words of this book and that you've been inspired to show your faith to the world around you. 
If you'd like to listen to more teachings from Pastor Danny Hodges right now, you can do so by visiting our website, ccfstpete.church. Just click on Sermons. You'll be directed to our YouTube page where you can watch a number of Calvary Chapel Fellowship services and subscribe to our channel. Come connect with us on social media as well. You'll find The Living Word on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can join in the conversations there. Feel free to connect with us too, and we'll add some encouragement to your newsfeed. You'll be able to find links to all of these at our website, ccfstpete.church. Again, that's ccfstpete.church. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks for joining us, and we hope that you'll tune in again right here on The Living Word.